Hey, Scofflaw, Sean here. Uh, before we get into the episode today, I wanted to let you all know that this Sunday, May 20th, Kate and I will be doing a live broadcast of our fifth episode. I, I know it seems out of order. We, we record these ahead of time. Um, our fifth episode, Pirates, uh, through Anime Central. Um, now, we will not be doing that as a live show, but we'll be broadcasting from the convention uh, I'll set up a live stream probably through Twitch or YouTube or maybe both. Uh, stay tuned to the website for further details, but that will be at approximately 1 p.m. Central Time. So stay tuned and on with the show. Scofflaws is a show about the history of crime, criminals, and the investigation thereof. There may be discussion of adult themes and generally icky stuff. Also, neither host is a legal professional, and this show does not contain any legal advice. Remember, crime doesn't pay. Unless you're really good at it. Welcome to The Scofflaws, a podcast about the history of law and disorder. My name is Sean, and joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Kate. Say hi, Kate. Hi, Kate! Alright, so Kate, um, I know we, uh, the, we're, we're doing this right after we recorded the first episode. Um, I am, uh, doing my recording here at this new little, uh, little rig that me and my wife got the other day. Uh-huh. It's, uh... It's a uh, desk, but it's a desk in the shape of a cabinet. So if anyone were to walk in on me, it'd be looking like I am having a very nice conversation with Narnia right now. <laughs> I am in the middle of my living room as my boyfriend is on Discord playing League of Legends. Um, but hey, Scofflaws, <laughs> you guys are back because you liked something about us. I can't understand what. We're complete weirdos. But... This episode is going to be more interesting. I I, I certainly hope so, Kate. Because I mean, with jaywalking, I I I got a pretty bad hand cramp writing up all those mass email ransom letters <laughs> to have people come back for this one. So we got to have something to bring them back that isn't me threatening their loved ones. Wow, this one is one of my favorite criminal activities from the 16th and 17th century, excuse me, the 17th and 18th century. It is, drumroll please, Highwaymen. Do you know what those are? Um, they aren't the guys in the toll booth, aren't they? Close. That's what I thought they were. Like, all of my life, I was like, hearing songs about them and I'm like what what are these like people who just drive on the highway no because my father-in-law was one of those and it's exceptionally boring <laughs> they're not fun uh, but these highwaymen straight up are um so scofflaw is just another warning as we put at the top of every episode what you're about to hear may be a little gruesome also we don't censor our language so if you need to screen this for younger scofflaws, or if you need to leave this all together, um, feel free. But we talk about robbery, murder, and general debauchery. So are you ready to jump in, Sean? 
I'm ready as I'll ever be. All right. So highwaymen, they were quoted to be gentlemen robbers, which means that basically they stole things um, on horseback as opposed to things called people called footpads who stole on foot. Gentlemen robbers. Okay. Yes. Okay. So gentlemen robber doesn't mean they offer you a spot of tea as they're mugging you. Some did. But generally, no. Some did? Some did. Okay, so we already, I think we have an episode. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you got the the nice-looking guys who uh, ride on their horses and they wear nice clothing. And they're general, generally smooth and sweet-talking. And they'll steal your woman as well as your money. Footpads will just knock you in the, the nose and steal some money and run away. Um, All right. Footpads would rob... Gentlemen horse thieves. (laughs) So basically, footpads would rob everybody. Highwaymen would only rob the rich. So they would would do it on horse... I imagine this was on... This was robbing, like, carriages and things. I'm not sure what, like, the transportation of, like, the 1800s was. Yep. They they would rob carriages. They would rob... um, People on horseback, although because everything was so dangerous at this time, they often people often didn't ride just solo horseback unattended. So in the 17th and 18th century, highwaymen were actually most common in England around London. Um, but they covered all of Europe um, and the Americas. There were some uh, robber... Um, highwaymen, excuse me, that were really common in Georgia. So if y'all have ever heard of the musical The Robber Bridegroom, it's about a highwayman. I have not. If anyone has, please email us because it'll make me feel dumb. And that's what this is all about. I saw it on Broadway. So uh, it exists and it's not a good musical. (laughs) kind of got a lot of uh rapey subjects in it um but needless to say robber uh gentlemen robbers or highwaymen were legendary um so if you think of the thieves that wear a handkerchief to cover their face so you only see their eyes it came from the highwaymen if they were rich or they were poor they would always cover their face and huh I always thought that was uh, that was cowboys keeping dust out of their mouths. Also true. It's kind of the mix of the both in Western lore. Um, but like I mentioned earlier, um, in the early 1700s, uh, the area immediately outside of London. So if you think of Chicago, where we're based, the suburbs around okay. Chicago are like the suburbs around London and then London itself. Except a lot foggier. Yeah, Chicago in in uh, November. Okay, um, early November or late November, because you know we do have like three falls. Yeah, uh, second fall, when it's like okay. it's cold in the morning and then warm and during the day. Okay, all right, uh, mid-fall. Mid-fall in Chicago is what we're imagining for London. But take it back 400 years to the 16th and 17th century. Um, so imagine that. Imagine areas okay, like... Okay, I'm going to stick some way back noise in here when I edit this. Cool. Think of Oak Park. 
Arlington Heights, any other suburb. Put it in London. All right. The mind's eye is open. Cool. All right. I'm picturing, I'm picturing turn of the century suburbs, but I'm picturing a lot of fog and a lot of people in bowler caps. Further back, Sean. Further back? Okay. Um, top hats? The, the squishy plumy hats? How far back do I need to go? Uh, think. The really tall pill hats? <laughs> uh, after Elizabeth, before Hamilton. Okay. All right. I've got a frame of reference now. Cool. So, early 1700s, after Elizabeth, before Hamilton, the area immediately outside of London was considered the most dangerous in all of England. Because everyone was being robbed. There was one major road that led to the rest of England. And all the rich people who were connected to the king in some way would ride back and forth from it um, on their way from holiday back to court. So this was a hotbed of robbery. It was a robber's wet dream. I'm, I'm sure that, that it... It does something insofar as my my contemporary understanding of the way roads work. Yes. But man, oh god. To imagine one road into a city like London, which I mean, even back then, it was still a big city. Yeah. Big debauched gross city. Kings hated staying there. Um, so the main road was Bath Road. There was a secondary road, which was also kind of main, but not as main as the Bath Road. It was called the Exeter Road. Or if you want to say this in dialect, it'd be the Bath Road and the Exeter Road, because everything's more fun with a British dialect. So says our summers. <laughs> for, for, the, for the uninitiated, Kate and I uh, work at the Bristol Renaissance Fair, where... She plays someone who's smart, and I play an idiot. Who would have thought? <laughs> I am a master of my trade. He is a thief. A bad one. Yep. A, a bad thief, yes. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm two shades above, uh, look at the rabbits, George. I'm, I'm right at that level. Yeah, yeah. He, we're both dirty. He's just dirty because he has nowhere to sleep. I'm dirty because I do my job too well. <laughs> um. So, uh, hey, Sean. Hey, Kate. Why did the highwaymen commit the crimes they did? Um, for the bread in their bowls and uh, the coin in their purse. I don't know. I guess that was really close to being right. And I know you don't read the show notes very closely. Um, basically, they're all poor. As many catalysts for crime in early modern Europe, they fucking poor. So, um, in, in the highwaymen are considered really documented. They have case upon case upon case in the Royal Archives. Um, one of the most famous cases is Ralph Wilson. And he claims that be the reason that he became a highwayman was uh, because he was poor and he was addicted to gambling. Okay, hold on. So, this guy from what what uh, what era? What like what years are we looking at here for the saga of 
Ralph w- Wilson? Uh, Ralph Wilson's trial was in 1722. Okay, Ralph Wilson. I- I'm stuck on this name because we-, we talk about a lot of old things. Yeah. But this guy sounds like he's a butcher down the road. <laughs> um, it could have been. He sounds like the guy working the counter at the Kroger. Yeah, like the middle-aged guy who kind of keeps his hair a little long, and it's he's balding, and he's got a mustache. I'm thinking now. I'm thinking of the the diner owner from the musical Waitress. <laughs> I'm I'm literally thinking of a kid working at the Kroger behind my house. <laughs> Well, whoever you want Ralph Wilson to look like, because there aren't any portraitures of him. He was too poor, and there are no engravings of his trial because there were too many people there. Wow, so was that big a deal that so many people were there that they couldn't, like, pay someone to draw all of it? Correct. Um, So the Highwaymen trials of the um, early 1720s was on this huge, um, it was catalyzed by this push to kind of get rid of a lot of crime in England. And so they had a mass trial for, I think, 22 highwaymen and out of, or between 22 and 30. And out of this amount of them, I think only two or three survived their sentencing. Wow. Which, wow. just like the little things that we ride on, that's what we call a segue. Uh, <laughs> so if you couldn't tell... The sentence for robbery, highway robbery, this huge, amazing thing that they did, um, was death. Normal robbery, like street street hooking, is what they call it. Like you take wow. a hook. That that's uh, that's pretty harsh. I mean, th- this is this is literally just for someone who robs. This isn't like for. Like a B and E where someone is like grievously wounded or killed. This is just I stuck you up, took the money, and ran. Yes, but the reason that it was the that the charge or the sentence, excuse me, was death was because of the amount of money that was stolen and the people who were robbed. So if it was like a little street urchin just pickpocketing, they would get a hand cut off. Um, it was a little Machiavellian, guys. I'm sorry. I told you there'd be blood. Um, orphan blood. Orphan the blood. The best kind of blood. It's the tastiest. Uh, oofa doofa. <laughs> to quote the, the Justin McElroy, oofa doofa. So uh, here is a fun old-timey quote from the Old Bailey Proceedings, where I found all of my information. Basically, this is what they read at sentencing. Or what they wrote because of the sentencing. And I'm going to read this in a fancy British accent. Please do. (laughs) They, having all been convicted of robbery and theft, I exposed to them the heinousness of these grievous crimes, how inconsistent they are with human society, how odious to God, adverse to his laws, and that those who commit such things are avowed enemies to all mankind. To all mankind. So they should be exterminated. Wow. For the greater good. The greater good. Wow, who would have thought that 16th century England would be like the town in Hot Fuzz? 
How can this be for the greater good? The greater good. Shut it! He's cultured, I'm not. I don't get these references. I know it has something to do with cops, the cops, but I just imagine the bear, like, little stuffed animals that are cops. That's what I think of. And, uh, I, I mean, I could explain it, but basically... Horrible deaths for petty things. And I've ruined the twist of the movie. Well, you know what? We need to make a running list. Movies that Kate needs to see that Sean quotes all the time. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a big list. Yes. Yes, it is. And we'll start with Hot Fuzz. I'm not cultured, but I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Have you ever seen Point Break? No. So... Fun fact about death sentences in England: a lot they're they're given a lot, but the fun fact is the sovereign, who at this time was a was a king, it wasn't a queen. Um, the sovereign can commute the sentence um, from death to um, exile. So the a lot of highwaymen were actually exiled to Australia and Georgia, and they were made to work in. Um, forced labor camps for the prison colonies. I thought for a second you were going to say Scotland or Ireland. No, they tried to save Ireland at this time, and Scotland was just... They're, they're trying to gentrify Ireland at this point. They're no longer just tossing their trash there. <laughs> they started gentrifying Ireland around uh, the six, around 1600 um, to make it more civil, so that's, that a lot of English people moved to Ireland. That's a whole nother lecture. And Scotland in the 1720s was, you had the lowlands, which were very civilized and very English type. And then you had the highlands, which were, if you've ever seen Outlander, those are the highlands. And I'll leave it there. Uh, okay. I, I, I could make a joke about the Highlander movies, but I'm not sure if you've seen those. I don't want to make this three in one episode. We're adding it to the list. <laughs> oh, no. Help me, I'm drowning! You can't drown, you fool. You're immortal. Um, so we are almost done. I've got one notable name. All right. And his name is as fancy as he, sa as he uh, was thought of for Highwaymen. And his name... All right, hold on. Let me brace myself. Brace yourself. Make sure All you right. have everything strapped down. All right, feet are on the floor, loins are girded, let's hear it. Claude Duval. Claude motherfucking Duval. This man was the one who created the image of the highwayman to be the suave, debonair, steal your wife and steal your coin um, most women who talked about Claude Duval at his hearing were like fainting from how attracted they were to him and um, probably very glad they were they were wearing long skirts at that time oh my women want to be with him men just want their wallets back exactly he had a code. He had his own code. He never stole from women. Most highwaymen would steal from women. He never stole from women. 
only men. No, he just stole women. He stole women and stole from men. And get ready, this is his headstone. Okay, I'm ready. Let's let's hear it. Another fancy British accent. Here lies Duval. If man thou art, look to your purse. If female, to thy heart. Wow, that that is lovely. That I wish I could have something that cool on my my headstone. Maybe you can steal his. That that would be something. I mean, it's a it's a. 17th century headstone. I'm sure that by now it's either worn down or it was really small to begin with. <laughs> well, um, he, he was, um, whatchamacallit, he actually, he was, uh, he was hanged, he was executed, and, um... Hung from the neck until dead. Yes, and he had a headstone, which was strange, so yeah, it means he had someone lobby for him so he wasn't in a pauper's grave. Um, huh, neat. Uh, real quick, have you heard about uh, about Penn and Teller's tombstone? No. No. All right. Um. Well, again, but when we're recording this, neither of them are dead. I want to make that very clear. Penn and Teller are alive and thriving, probably yes. in Las Vegas right now. Teller is in Chicago. He's working on a show here. I met him last week. Oh, neat. Jealous. Yeah, he's quiet. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Um. Anyway, um, they have a headstone, I think, in the cemetery in Hollywood Hills uh, that they did some finagling to get. And it's set up so that you can convince someone you're visiting that area with to do a stupid card trick. And the tombstone is, is this your card? <laughs> That's adorable. It's amazing. If it wasn't, if I didn't find out from it by watching their HBO show, I would definitely do that. Uh, but I assume that it's spoiled for like the masses at this point. For sure. All right. So, uh, Highwaymen, super stupidly interesting. Yeah. And that's only the surface. Scofflaws, if you want to know more. Send me an email. Send us an email. I will do more digging for you. This this podcast isn't in-depth. It's a lot of surface scraping. Just so Sean can feel like he may have gotten a degree in history. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 all to placate me. What listeners? Who needs listeners? <laughs> Please listen. Please listen. Please listen and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever you're listening to this to. Because I really like doing this. Kate, do you really like doing this? I mean, it's okay. Well, well, we've got two and a half thumbs, I guess, on like, liking <laughs> to do this. Um, but we would like to, to continue to do it. And by giving us that five-star review, you're letting the world know that it's worth listening to the two of us ramble on about random BS with a, with a historical context. Exactly. And one out of the two of us actually is pursuing their master's degree in rambling on about historical BS. So uh, if you would like to help us out monetarily, we will link our Patreon in the um, description as well as on our Facebook page. Helps us keep the lights on here at Scofflaw's headquarters. Um, helps us 
try to put together a website, hopefully, so I can give you guys show notes and citations. And um, if we have any left over after we put it all in our podcast, I'm sure Sean and I would appreciate a little bit of a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. One of us is uh, actually educating themselves, and one of us got a mortgage. That ain't that shit ain't cheap, yo. No, I'm spending forty thousand dollars on a master's degree. I'm pay- piece Oof. of paper, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to uh, to follow us otherwise, you can follow us on Twitter at Scofflawscast. Or on Facebook at Scofflaws Podcast. Um, again, feel free to follow us once uh, once we've got this uh, all up and running. Uh, we'll be sure to post regularly, or at least I will, because I mean, what what else am I doing with my day? Um, and I will definitely be including on our Facebook page random historical facts for the day, and also um, just fun little ramblings and helping us to promote our goofy little brand that we have going here. All right, Sean, one of the two things that you're good for on this show, are you going to send us off with a crazy law? I am. I, in fact, am going to do that right now, and I'm not looking up right now because I forgot to do it until this very moment. Um, we are prepared here at Scofflaws Podcast. Yes, we are absolutely prepared for everything that we do here in every way. I don't do my research the day before the podcast. What are you talking about? All right, here we go. In Alabama, bear wrestling matches are prohibited. Well, Queen Elizabeth would be disappointed. I didn't realize Queen Elizabeth was such a big bear wrestling fan. Bear baiting was her favorite sport. Huh. There you go. One last factual tidbit to send you on your way. Well, again, I want to thank you all for listening, and I hope you join us next time. Uh, where I'm not sure what we're doing next time. Do you, uh, do you know right now what we're going to be doing, Kate? We are going to be tackling part one of two of Regicide. All right, right on. Hitting our first two-part episode, and I hope you all will join us for it. Um, again, thank you for joining us here with uh, being Scofflaws, and I'm sure I'll nail down this intro someday. Say bye, Kate. Bye, Kate. All right, we... <laughs> Bumbling aside, we hit 26 minutes of recorded footage. 